Hello, welcome to Raw Japan, episode 186. I'm Brandon Chin, broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today I want to speak about Kabuki. Just came back from a Kabuki, my first Kabuki, and it was a spring, it's about a spring uh, koi fish. And um, basically this guy battles a big-ass carp, and it's amazing. There's water, and it's, it's big. And the first people, the people in the front row get sprayed. I was on, like, the third floor, the the cheapest seats. But still a great view and good show. I mean, it's much different than no theater, The one, uh, if you don't know. It's this one of the oldest forms of theater that's still practiced today in its in the form that it was created in and it originated from China. It was called Sarugaku. They wear masks, the one that you see in my Instagram stories. If you don't know, I post there about books daily. It's called you can go to my username, Brandon underscore underscore underscore. That's three underscores and then chin C H I N and check that out there. But uh yeah I made a mask based on that form of art and I really like that theater but it's slower and they uh, it's long and the language is different and the way they express themselves is different Kabuki is much more expressive more movement, more dancing the audience is involved clapping and the participation the actors throw jokes out uh, related to where they are, like one of them mentioned the actual theater that they were performing in that was like breaking the fourth wall. But it was good. It was a it was a nice nice show, and of course I didn't really understand what they were saying because the language they use in kabuki and no theater is very old, and you'll hear Japanese people tell you the same thing that they don't know what the hell they're talking about because it's an outdated form of speaking, but. The visuals, the way that they sing, and the way that they inflect their voice uh, is uh, enough to keep you entertained. And I recommend it to anybody that's interested in Japan because it gives you a good sense of, of how uh, Japanese people take care of their history. And, you know, for people, for people that have come from peoples that have had their history er erased or edited out of fear of people connecting with their past. Uh, I think seeing places like Japan really take their history in seriously is uh, inspiring and makes me want to do more more research on where my uh, relatives from Jamaica came from in Africa. And I'm pretty sure it's Ethiopia. I've been called Ethiopian before. But uh, very interested in doing some some boots on the ground work and going to Ethiopia at some time and just looking for where my people came from. And, you know, it's always a good way to reconnect with your roots. I did it in China already, and now i got to go to my black side and check it out. Go all the way back, because Jamaica is one thing, right? But where did the slaves that were brought to Jamaica come from? That's what I want to know. So, uh, if you're interested in kabuki or history from Japan, but you want to hear it in an everyday tone from Japanese people. I am the bridge, and I will be interviewing and am interviewing Japanese artists and entrepreneurs, local ones, 
and I'm going to be sending out letters and books and stories so that you can read it in your hands and really absorb the shits. If you're interested in that, go to brandonchin.net forward slash raw. Or if you want a free book, go to brandonchin.net forward slash block, B-L-O-C-K. Type your email address in and you get it. As always, share this link with people that are interested in Japanese history, culture, entertainment. And today is the 20th. It is 12.15 and enjoy your night. Take care of yourself. Good night.